This is the Niles Energy Podcast, episode 217, Three Key Success Story, How a New Mom Moved Up to an 8.5 in IELTS Reading. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. In today's IELTS Energy episode, we're going to talk to Katarina, a new mom and the recipient of an 8.5 in reading on the IELTS exam. Find out how she juggles her time to do this well on the test. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, IELTS Energy listeners. We are lucky again to have another special guest today. Um, her name is Katerina. And Katerina, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, where where you're from? I am from Ukraine, from Kiev, but now I'm living in Kazakhstan, very distant country in the Central Asia. So what I'm doing, actually, I'm doing nothing or doing a lot. I'm <laughs> on my maternity <laughs> leave, so I take care of my one-year-old son. Um, oh, no, that's a lot, Katerina. <laughs> I mean, taking care of a baby, that's like a that's a full-time job. I know that it's it's misleading because babies sleep all the time. And so, I think other people looking in on the situation are like, "Well, what are you doing with your time? Like, what do you do?" I think I read a lot when my son was that age, you know, but still like I think as a first-time parent, you're just consumed by worry also. And you're in a distant country. Like, you're do right. you have resources in Kazakhstan? Oh, there are a lot of resources, but it seems like a country. I, I would say it's like a 70s or 60s. It's so old, fashioned right. country. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit behind the times. Yes. Probably. A little bit, so yeah, things, right. Oh, that's funny. What, like, do you, do you go to parks? Do you hang out with other moms? Uh, I have no acquaintances here, so I am just on my oh. own. That's why I spent a lot of time studying and uh, give my time to English improving my English. <laughs> Well, there you go. So that's how you're spending your time when your baby sleeps, right? Yes, you're right. Moms, man, I don't think you could be a mom if you don't have like some other type goals to sort of keep you motivated. <laughs> totally. That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, let's get into that. So um, you 
while being on maternity leave and raising a baby, you successfully prepared yourself for the IELTS exam. Um, let's start at the beginning. So did you take IELTS before? No, actually. Like, have you taken it? No, ne never. It was my first time. And I, I have said even more. I have never. No, I heard about this exam, but I never thought that I will sometime take it. So it was my first time. All right. So you're, you're a new mom. You decided to take IELTS. Why? Why did you decide to take IELTS? So we are a bit adventurous family. So we decided probably someday we will study abroad. So, mm -hmm. and we need to pass IELTS. So we have some, we had some time and decided to spend it uh, with, uh, um, Usefully, to spend it usefully. That is why we okay. search over the internet and have found your course and uh, we're totally in love with it because first reason <laughs> is uh, roadmap, uh, which is very clear, uh, coherent. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for our listeners that are not in the course, what, what is the roadmap? Why, why, and why do you like it? Roadmap, it's like a schedule and we choose a 60 day schedule and everything. So uh, it's like, a, as I said, it's schedule. It's like a gu guideline, which uh, yeah. guide you through the whole period you have before an exam. So you just stick to it and do everything that is there and you don't need any other information because there are do mm -hmm. tons of resources of information and it's so easy to get lost so it's it's right. perfect way to be prepared for the exam yeah yeah so our that's our study plan we call it the the road map right mm -hmm. so we have a 30 day plan and a 60 day plan um and then and like you said there it's so easy to get lost in resources there's just like a thousand million <laughs> IELTS websites and tutors and advice and samples and blah 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 um i think it's it's really easy to just wander and not find anything that you need so what Lindsay and I did to prepare the roadmap is we did all the work for you guys. Like we looked at all the thousand million resources and we chose the best ones and everything's on the roadmap for you. So you don't have to waste your time. I mean, if you're, you know, in a new country, you have a new baby, you don't want to like freak yourself out and waste your time. Like you, yeah. there's enough pressure. You just want someone to tell you, look, this is what you need to do to pass the test. Right. And that's, that's what we do. Cool. I'm really glad that you mentioned that first, that that's, um, what would like would be your favorite thing about the course? Cause we worked really hard on that. So that's awesome. Um, all right. So let's not keep our listeners in suspense anymore. Katerina, your first time taking the IELTS after taking our course, of course. Uh, what were your scores? I have two groups of scores. First one, which is overwhelming for me and which is great, real great, as I think. Uh, first, mm -hmm. uh, it, this is reading section and listening section. I get, got uh, 8.5 for my reading. And seven, oh my gosh. and seven <laughs> point five for me. Yeah. 
I was shocked as well at 7.5 <laughs> for my listening. And uh, mm-hmm. I was a little bit dis- disappointed with the second part, uh, writing and speaking. I got mm-hmm. uh, 6.5 for my speaking and 6.0 wow. for my writing, which was the most okay. difficult part for me. And I was prepared for that, actually. Okay. So, okay. Well, you shouldn't be disappointed in a 6.5 for speaking, though, first of all. Um, but... So let's focus on the 8.5 for reading, because that's incredible. Um, how did you do it? What do you think, like, if you look back at your preparation for the test, what do you think helped you the most on test day? Uh, I think there are three main things. First one, I know, uh, I know uh, that uh, there are some uh, the most difficult parts of the reading, uh, yes, no, not given, true, false, not given, and right. uh, another one is not so difficult, but it is uh, time-consuming section. It is heading uh, matching, and I uh-huh. those are those are always the most difficult questions for students. So, um, on the test that you took, was two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Um, when did you yeah, take the test? Yeah, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. So mm-hmm. on the test that you took, um, there both of those question types were there. The yes, no, not given and the headings. Yeah, right? but there, there was okay. not headings. There was uh, like uh, information matching with uh, paragraphs, which is quite similar okay. with headings. Uh, so Yeah, I, you use the same strategies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I focused on these two parts and I practiced a lot because uh, you should uh, really get into uh, yes, no, not given, true, false, not given, and you should understand how this question are formed and uh, how find uh, right answers. Today you're hearing the success story of Katerina. If you want to have a similar success story, just like Pedro, Rodrigo, Florian, or any of our other successful students, you can get started today at allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. So do you you think without, without doing our course, would you be able to answer those questions? No, no, because I I can answer because... Besides uh, the tutorial, you give uh, exercises and which is more important uh, answers with explanation. So I, mm-hmm. I sure I'm sure that this is the most important part for students. It's it's very yeah. useful, very helpful. Yeah, we. Um, I mean, I do that in when I teach in the classroom, and all of these techniques that I use in the classroom that work, I brought into our online course. So you're right. You're exactly right. That is one of the most useful ways to begin to understand how to find the answers for these difficult questions. Is you have to work backwards, like the the explanations of where the answers are and why they're the answers. That's something that only a teacher or tutor can give you. Like you can't. You can't do that yourself, right? So in the course, when we, after you guys do the practice exercises, there's another video lecture that tells you exactly why the answers are what they are. Um, And, you know, like with all my explanations and strategies, I try to make these 
uh, this advice as clear and simple as possible. So not wasting your time, just explaining exactly what you need. But that's true. With these really difficult question types, you do have to work backwards. Like you need to figure out why it's the answer first, and then you can try and find it on your own. Um, so did you do a lot of extra reading practice on your own as well? Yes, I've I've done a lot. So I had uh, extra time after finishing this sixty-day uh, schedule. So I have a approximately three weeks. So I divided these three weeks in four sections, uh, like mm-hmm. for speaking, for reading, for writing, and for listening. And mm-hmm. so I tried to read a lot, a lot, a lot, uh, and to practice <laughs> uh, <laughs> to practice these tough questions. So. What do you, what do you find, um, what did you find to read that was motivating? Like what's, what's interesting for you to read? Well, uh, it's difficult to answer because, uh, it was not about interesting. It was about, uh, useful things. So I tried to practice answering uh, these tough, tough questions. And this Mm -hmm. was my, goal my studying goal for this so did you like go for newspapers or like how did you work on your reading comprehension yes i was as you recommended three times a week reading so i've Uh i've done this and i'm trying to do this now after exam because it's useful and it's essential for a person who who wants to speak english and wants to understand english so yeah. this was very useful. Uh, besides this, I've uh, practiced online tests. I know that okay. it's not uh, like uh, <laughs> very trustworthy, but it was uh, important for me and was also helpful. Yeah, no, I mean, I like we don't discourage people from, you know, using other resources in addition to our course so much. It's just that um, you do have to be careful what you're using. But I mean, obviously, you're a very smart person. Like you can tell if it's a valid practice resource or not. And you do have to you do have to practice tests. You do need to find other practice tests to use in order to work through our strategies. Because I mean, like, sure, like I can tell you what steps to follow to find the answers. That part's easy. Just one, two, three. This is how you find the answers. But it's up to you. And like Katerina, she practiced a lot. I mean, it's up to you guys to use these strategies and practice these steps over and over and over again until they feel natural and you feel okay with it. Um, You have to find other ways to practice. That's, you know, and I don't think in Kazakhstan there are probably a lot of like bookstores with... (laughs) Like IELTS test books for you. Yeah, a lot. (laughs) Yeah, so... And there are also, as I said, uh, two other important things. Uh, The second one is that uh, you have have to, during the exam, as you also Mm -hmm. recommended during your course, that you, if you don't have a clue what is the correct answer, you should skip this question mm-hmm. and go further and uh, and actually so actually you will find out answer later because you will uh, read the whole text find yeah. answers for other questions and you will understand yep. the text better 
Um, the third- oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. I just have to interrupt you because that is advice that I give you guys in the course. And it's really difficult for students to trust that because they don't want to skip answers. They just want to find the answer. Like it freaks them out. It scares them. But it wastes time. And like you said, you will end up finding the answer while you're looking for other ones. And I'm so happy you said that because now maybe students will believe that this strategy works because <laughs> it does, you guys. Okay. Woo. That was awesome. All right. Number three, Ka- Katarina, Number three, what do you got? leave time for check. Uh, because, yeah. uh, and, um, and Marika, uh, difficult questions. So with answer, you're not sure. Uh, I left, I had some like five questions. I've read, I've, um, I've put an answer, but I wasn't sure about it. So I have yeah. five minutes left to, uh, to the end and I've returned to these questions. And uh, it's like, it was like Erika, I found out that my first answer wasn't correct and I cross it and change it. And now I'm pretty sure that second was the correct answer. So you, so you put the answer as like a placeholder, right? And mm-hmm. probably put like a little star next yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. So you remember yeah. to go back, right? Okay. Um, and then because you're using our strategies and you're saving time and you're using your time efficiently by skipping difficult questions, by using our strategies to find answers quickly. So you probably had a few minutes, maybe five minutes yeah, or something minutes. at the mm-hmm. end of the test to go back and check. Yeah, I have. Uh, cool. Precisely five minutes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm just, I'm so good. I could just read your mind. I know everything that's happening. No, so yeah, that's awesome. So guys, it's, I think our, our main message today from Katerina is time right? It's all about time. That's, that's ended up being our theme today. So when you're preparing for the test, you need a study plan. Hopefully you can use ours because it obviously works. It worked for Katerina. It's working for hundreds of other students right now. Um, you need to organize your preparation time efficiently and intelligently like Katerina did, choosing that 60-day study plan, but also putting in her own work as much as she could in a smart way. And then the second message about time would be to trust these strategies on the reading exam. I mean, you never have time to read every word. That's obvious, right? Like that's impossible. But if you learn these strategies and practice them again and again, like Katarina, you're going to have a spare five minutes at the end to go back and answer anything that you missed. And I mean, that's going to raise your score. You know, how could it not raise your score? All of these things are going to raise your score by managing your time well. Um, fantastic. Great advice, Katerina. Is there anything else you can say to our listeners to inspire them to an 8.5 in reading? Um, probably and um, the most important thing also, despite the, the practicing and improving your um, overall English knowledge, is to be um, concentrated during exam. To leave mm-hmm. all your thoughts, all your nerves, everything yeah. behind the doors and to be very concentrated uh, on your test, on your answer sheet, on your test book Good. and to just know that you have to spend these three hours just for exam. 
Totally. Yeah, that's great advice. That's great advice. Um, you guys have to be present in the moment. Everything, all of your effort and energy and intelligence and everything inside you needs to be focused on that one test. So that's awesome advice. I mean, that's why we include these moments of Zen in our course. Just, you know, you guys have to step back sometimes and just clear your head in order to be ready to do your best. And that's, that's exactly what you have to do on test day. Clear your head in order to do your best. That's great advice, Katerina. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> Our pleasure. I'm so, I just, I love these success stories and I love knowing that all Lindsay and I do, all this work we put in is, you know, it's working. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. It gives me a smile like for the rest of the day. I'm just going to be smiling. So anyway, thank you so much. I'll let you get back to your your baby in Kazakhstan. <laughs> I think this is definitely the first time I've interviewed somebody in Kazakhstan. You're not from there, but that's where you are now. So anyway, um, yeah, have a wonderful night, Katerina, and uh, go enjoy have your family. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.